Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Beaks Corner. It's your boy Beaks, and I'm back in the building. You know the routine. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. It's another day, another week, another dollar. Bruv, catch us on the socials at Beats Corner, which is on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Make sure you make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I said make sure twice, you know, you know them ones there, like a, like a thing. But guys, I've got a special guest. Um, I've been, you know, watching the mandem from Eyes on the Ball TV. These men cover everything in terms of sports, especially football. So if you might know about them, bruv, make some noise for my guy, man like Daniel. What are you telling them, bro? Good, bro. Happy to be on and just having that set stuff with you today. Hey, bro, man brings the the knowledge. <laughs> Honestly, I'm Don't telling stop you. It, man. And I, listen, <laughs> I've been watching you, man. I've been listening to you, man. Um, that no, you man produce so much good content. So it's only right that to have you appreciate on. It's it, a man. pleasure for you to come on, man. I appreciate this, bro. But um, no. bro, tell the man then what fan you are because a lot of people I bring people on here, yeah, and people. Mm. Majority of them say, you're only bringing United fans, you're only bringing United fans. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool, bro, all right, cool. So, yeah, man, let the man them know what fan you are, and yeah. So, yeah, Daniel Bamaji, um, as you said, eyes on the ball TV, support Chelsea, diehard Chelsea fan, been a Chelsea fan since God knows when. And, oh, yeah, wow. man, been through all the regimes of the new age Chelsea, like people used to call, <laughs> people like to call us, but it is what it is, isn't it? Bro, and I'm sure, as a Chelsea fan, you must get... Stick, bro, you must get so much stick. Do you know what? I think it's kind of worn off. You know, think about it. We're old, like we're, we're big men now. Do you get? What I'm saying? Yeah, it's no course. longer, it's no longer like when we were back in secondary school. Mm. Uh, your team mm. made in 2003, 2004. Like if you think about it, 2003, four was a long time ago now. Long time ago. <laughs> a really long time ago now. So, mm. like, so yeah, I think it's kind of worn off. Like it's a, it's a, it's gonna be new banter. So we'll see. Man City fans, you know, I've always, I said. The people coming through primary school now are going to be supporting Man City. That's true. That's true. So that's true that's they're going to go through their period and that. So they were, they're going to be looking at us, man, thinking, "What you support Chelsea? You support Man United?" Like, <laughs> this real, is what so. supporting. But no, I hear you. I hear you, um, bro. I don't even know. You know what? Let's start. I'm trying to think. What's been the biggest game so far this weekend? And I think in all, in all, if we're being honest, it's probably the United game because. Mm of how the spotlights of Man United, regardless. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we just have to be real with the situation, innit? Um, Man United played Everton at Goodison Park, innit? Yeah. And uh, I looked at that and I thought, all right, cool. I'll, I'll be honest, I predicted us to get a draw. I said it was going to be a draw. I thought, all right, you know what? This is going to be one of them ones where you get a draw, but somehow, you know, uh, the draw won't be enough and he's gone. Mm. That's it. But, I should have known better, man, because when this guy is under the cosh, some way, somehow, a result will pop out of the bag. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Manchester United won at Goodison Park, uh, 3-1 um, on the score sheet. I think it was Bernard and uh, Bruno Fernandes with two goals. And he gave a nice assist for Cavani to bag on his... Uh, to bag his uh, Premier League first Premier League goal. Yeah, um, yeah I, just, I, I watched that game. And from my perspective... Um, I just thought it was a professional performance, bro. Because yeah. I thought everyone did what they had to do. They did their job as a professional footballer should do. Mm. And um, it was... I know everyone had to bounce back. And obviously they showed character. 
but at the same time, I want them to. I want consistency, bro. I can't mm-hmm. be losing. I can't have this team be losing to Istanbul, who I only found out was created in 1990, bro. Mm. Understand? And then losing to Arsenal. Like, where was this energy when we had to play Arsenal, brother? I'm seeing mm. Bruno Fernandez running in late into the box, getting a header. I'm thinking, right, cool. I'm seeing Shaw provide a, a, an assist again. So that's two assists in two games for Luke Shaw. Can you believe it? Yeah. And I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, bruv, like, why can't you guys just remain consistent? And I just want to know from an outspot perspective, because obviously when you tweet, you, you make a lot of sense in it. And I'm like, bro, Daniel makes sense in it out here. Yeah. From your perspective, you're looking at, how do you see United right now? Because I just feel like we're shambles at the moment, bro. And we're heading down a dangerous path if we don't change things. So how, how are you seeing this whole United situation? Whenever people ask me about United, I always say, look, at the end of the day, let's stop. And the reason why um, I like watching um, Terry from the Football Terrace is because he does this as well. Let's stop looking at the what the problem is. Let's stop looking at what we can see the problem is. Mm. Let's go to the root cause. What is the root cause? What is actually the problem? And the problem with United is Sir Alex left. That is the problem. Do you get what I'm saying? Number That's one, where yeah. it all started. When Sir Alex left, he obviously appoints someone. He says Moise is the guy to take over. Um, a lot of people in the back in the back in the background, like the boardroom and stuff like that, that changes a lot as well. And there's just a different process going on with United. It starts with Moise, doesn't work out. Football and philosophy doesn't make sense. And we're all thinking it's just because of Moise. But not knowing that Moise didn't get his targets either. Moyes didn't get the guys he wanted. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you might not agree with his selections in terms of who he wanted, but you get a manager in and you get him the players he wants. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I think I remember that he wanted Leighton Baines or something like that. Just He wanted guys that he he basically trusted and he thought he could take them to the next level. Yeah, he wanted like and, the Les Fabregas, the Tony Cruz, the Leighton Baines. Yeah, yeah, like all of yeah, them. All of them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, look... That was the start of a cycle that we didn't really anticipate or that United fans didn't anticipate. Mm. Moyes doesn't work out. You bring in Louis van Gaal, has a reputation that precedes him, got a fantastic um, CV. He comes in. He doesn't necessarily get the players that he wants. Football and philosophy people don't like. People are saying he's not getting the results in. And you're not winning enough. You're not winning enough trophies. You're thinking, all right, we're United. We need to be winning. We need to be competing. And I think in the tenure, you only won the FA Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Cool. You say now, let's bring in Mourinho, the big guy, the guy that's supposed to change our fortunes, the guy that's supposed to win the Premier League now so we can stabilise ourselves. And that doesn't happen. Yes, he does win, but you, it doesn't happen the way you lot wanted it to happen. Yeah. Martial Rashford, he doesn't like them. He, he wants to bring in his own players, doesn't trust these guys, doesn't think they have the, the, the balls to basically yeah. c- compete. And now we're at Oli, a situation where... In my personal opinion, yeah, the job is way too big for him. Someone of his 100%. resume, someone of his mm-hmm. of his talents, in quotation marks, the job is big for him. However, he's in the job. As a United fan, you should be backing your manager. You should be should be trying to support him. And the same goes for the board. Like, I just think Oli's in a situation where he's been hung out to dry, but time and time again, and this is where I give him credit, 
look, as much as you might you might think he doesn't have a footballing philosophy, as much as you might not think he gets the best out of his players, as much as you think that he's not coaching well, as much as you think he's a PE teacher, he doesn't have good tactics. <laughs> when his back is against the wall time and time again, he produces, and no one can tell me, in my opinion, that the players aren't playing for him. I just think you're getting beat by teams that are better prepared, that are coming into games with more tactics, more nows in how to beat Man United. Bro, United players are still playing for Oli. Like, you, you were 1-0 mm. down yesterday. That's what people will forget about the score. Yeah, it's facts. It's true, it's true, it's true. And it wasn't like you got a, a lucky penalty. It was a well-worked goal, first goal, mm. a nice second goal, and a third goal on the counter to seal it up. Like, typical, a typical game of football. Yeah, and that's true. Look, all I'm saying is, to take it to the next level, maybe Oli isn't the guy, but... You just have to give credit where credit is due, and I think he's 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 on a short leash right now. Like one mm. game, and it's all gonna it's all gonna yeah. No, I I I hear exactly what you're saying, Daniel, and I want to be the first one to tell you, you know, yeah, like I I'm one thing is when it comes to the managers, I don't want to see any manager that is representing Manchester United and managing Manchester United to fail. Um, and yeah. I'm sure you can say that vice versa for your club. When a manager comes in, you back them first yeah, and yeah. foremost. You understand what I'm saying? My problem is now is that I've seen games like the Istanbul's, the uh, the Arsenal's and prior games uh, before that where there hasn't been a plan B. There hasn't been a way where, okay, this is how I'm going to switch it up. Mm. Oli knows when to uh, use something or he's analysed a team and goes, right, this is how we're going to beat them. Cool. And, he, and when he sticks with it, he sticks with it. And when he gets it right, he gets it right. And I'll give him the praise where the praise is due. Yes, you're right in the sense of, okay, um, he's the man at the job at the moment. Mm. Yes, his time is very limited because of the, you know, the results that have been that uh, Man United have been producing. However, at the same time, these players want to play for, you know, they're not saying they don't want to play for Oli. Um, obviously, Do they you know have what the problem to... is? Do you know, shall I tell you what the problem is for Please. me? My problem, the problem I have right now is if you plan on sacking Oli, sack him now. Stop waiting. Bro, you get what I'm saying? I, this is like, my thing. It doesn't, like, you can't tell someone, let's even take football away from it. You can't tell someone in their job, oh, the next time you make a mistake, you're out in a job that is like based on mistakes that you can. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. possible. Maybe let's say in the trading world, that's a, that's a job where mm-hmm. you, it's high risk. The next time you put on a bet and don't, it doesn't come through, you're you're getting sacked, and you're like, ah, like, everyone's making mistakes. I'm the guy that's on this leash where if my next bet flops, I'm out. So then, why would I put myself in that position, or why as a as a as a governor, board of directors, whatever, why would I put my team in the position where it's toxic? That's toxic. That's a toxic situation. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sack the manager or you plan on sacking the manager, sack the Do manager. It Do it Do now. Do it now. This is the thing. That's the problem. Is our, our board is not as ruthless as your one. Our, we don't have the Roman. We don't have the 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 people who have footballing brains at Manchester yeah. United, unfortunately. And they're the time. They're the type to waste time. For example, they wasted time with uh, Louis Van Gaal at that time mm. when he lost four on the bounce, bro. They wasted time with Mourinho when they knew the situation at Manchester United with Mourinho and the Pogba's, and there was a bit of animosity, like in the, you know, in the locker room. Yeah. They 
wasted time with that. They wasted time with Moyes, bro. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? These men haven't got a Scooby. And like you said, the moment Ferguson left, that's when everything changed. When Woodward was, you know, took over uh, David Gill's position as well. Everything, the whole of Manchester United, the whole every, the whole structure, it just changed. And that's why we're in the position that we are in at the moment. You're absolutely right. If these men don't want Oli in, then sack him now. Don't wait until the next game or the game after. Because you, if the more you prolong it, the more you're probably going to get left behind. Yeah. I mean, you look at the likes of Chelsea, Tottenham, uh, Liverpool. These men are, are winning their games. And I know we beat Everton, who were on a good run. And, you know, they won, I think, five in a row, but obviously the previous results were against Liverpool, uh, Newcastle and whatnot has been poor. Mm. Man United are expected to be beating teams like Everton. No disrespect to Everton. No disrespect. I expect us to be beating... I look at our, I look at our squad, our team, and I say, bruv, we can beat them. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? But it, it, at the same time, it's to, it's to echo what you said. Teams nowadays are well, are well prepared... In beating and knowing how to beat my exactly, yeah, better I better prepared. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not here to say because I'll be real. Everton were poor, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Everton were absolutely they were absolutely poor. So why should I now, you know, all hell the all the players and the manager when I know, bruv, you just did your job. Do you get me? You just, yeah. you did your professional job away from home, and you did what you had to do. Simple. Yeah. Why couldn't you do this? Prior, why couldn't you do this against Istanbul? Why couldn't you do this against uh, uh, Arsenal? I, that's what. That's what my. That's where my problem is. I, I, I'm, I'm so frustrated, and it's, it's true what you said. If you're gonna get rid of Oli, get rid of him now. Yeah. The, the thing is, United fans have to be prepared to give whoever comes in time. That's my thing, because it, do, it doesn't matter who you get in now. If you get in a Poch or you get in a Nagelsmann, that people want. Or whatnot, you have to give these men time. And she, another, she, another go on, before you go, before you make that point, the thing is though, like, why I don't believe that the answer is necessarily bringing bringing in a manager with better tactics is because you've had good managers, haven't? Like as much yeah, as we you, have, yeah, you're right, you're right. You say Mourinho wasn't your cup of tea, but Mourinho was a good manager, successful manager. Louis Van Gaal is a successful manager. manager. Experience, he's seen it all. So for me, bringing in Pochettino doesn't change the trend that we've seen, isn't it? Mm. Like there will come, like there will come a situation where, for example, if Pochettino maybe isn't performing to the best or to what um, United fans expected and the board expected, they will stop giving him the players he wants to get. And that was the problem he had with Tottenham. Daniel Levy wasn't trying to give him the players he wanted, and that same trend will keep carrying on if things at the top... People underrate the value of an organisation, the value of trust. a functioning head office, guys who trust the guys down below. Do you get what I'm saying? Trust, 100%. Into, like, ladder, that ladder, that ladder that you it's, have. It's so important in every mm. single sport. Like, some sports is more important than others. However, there's no sport you can tell me the organisation does not matter. Like, mm. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's easy to compare to Chelsea. Like, we've got an owner who loves the club, who do anything for the club, put money into the club. And that's why he wants the club to succeed. He hires people who know football, hires people who know how to get the best out of transfers, the best out of players, hire the right coaches, hire the right managers. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you don't have an organisation that shares those goals, that wants you to succeed, then you're doomed to fail. Like, the manager, the manager doesn't really have, like... It, 
you don't have as much control as you think. The control lies at the it top. Starts from the top, yeah. And however much control the top wants to give the guys mm. at the bottom, that's how far you're gonna succeed, and that's how far you're gonna go. It's, it's. I totally agree. I, I agree in, in that sense. The reason why I'm saying now, if they bring in another manager now, is probably because, again, I'll use the example because it's the worst kept secret in football. Obviously, Manchester United admire Pochettino. They've obviously, I think they've said they've made contact or whatnot. I'm not too yeah. sure how true that is, but let's go off. Let's go off that now. Cool. They'll they'll look at that and they'll think, but you know what? This guy, he didn't really spend a lot at Spurs, number one. That's what Manchester yeah. United want at, at right now. They don't want to be spending all this cash and whatnot. So they'll look at that and think, right, cool, he's a good fit. Number two is about making sure that this club is stabilised because Manchester United is not stabilised. The fact that we got third last season was a miracle, bro. Let's let's be real. Um, that's down to Leicester failing, bro. Not Chelsea because Chelsea were doing their thing. Um, that's down to Leicester's uh, uh, demise. Um, so they'll look at that and they think, all right, Poch got Spurs, not top four once, but he got them there and kept them there for a, a good certain amount of years and got them Champions League without spending one dime in that transfer yeah. window. United will look at that. You understand? They'll look at that, they'll analyse and they'll say, oh, cool, this is the man. And there was one thing someone said, I think my boy told me, he watched something, he said, someone mentioned it and he said, look, Poch is a person right now, if they bring him in, how can you bring someone in and expect him to win something when he hasn't been expected to win any uh, any trophies at the clubs he's previously been in? Now, that that I, I sat down and I thought, you know what, that's absolutely right. So I don't want to hear if these people that are saying, well, United fans that are saying, we want Poch. Just keep the same energy with the whole things of, yeah, this is Man United, we want trophies. No, 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 no. This man hasn't won trophies like that. He's stabilised clubs. He's made sure that clubs have reach their maximum potential you know with whatever he has so if you are willing to wait for Posh to succeed then you have to give him time just look at it's it's just easy like it, football football isn't as complicated as people make it out to seem like fam Facts. like we talk it we breathe it we live it every single day mm. but the reason why we can do that is because it's it's not hard to understand once you grasp mm. it you grasp it do you get what I'm saying and I say it all the time Going to Chelsea, when I look at Lampard, I'm like, cool. Like, one of the major criticisms I had of him is because he wasn't simplifying things. Things that he he was just making things overcomplicated, using players mm-hmm. in positions that they shouldn't be used in, um, team selections that just didn't make sense. And the same goes for, like, United. Simplify the process. Let's let's strip it all back down now. If we're getting in Poch, even though he hasn't won anything or been expected to win anything, Give him every best possible resource in within your power to succeed. Let him outline the plan that he wants. Let him say, these are the players I want that will fit my plan and go from there. And if he fails then, then the board can be like, I told you so. Right, you right. But at least show some evidence. Give us give us the groundworks and say, yeah, we're, we're putting full faith. You see what Roman did for Lampard this, this window? Of course. If, if Lampard doesn't succeed now, we it's can on Lampard. Then look at Lampard, exactly. It's on Lampard, that's exactly. How, that's how it should all work. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? Now the blame is split between the board, it's split between Oli, it's split between coaching staff, the players. There's so many people that so can many. take up take a piece of the blame pie when really and truly the process can just be simplified if we say, I'm giving you the resources, take this, buy who you want, get it done. Now perform, produce perform. on the pitch. Yeah, get me results. And we don't we don't have that. 
We don't have that. Exactly. Energy. And that is the problem. And that's where it stems from what you said, structure. We don't have that structure. But yeah. The ladder is not strong. The legs the legs for the ladder is, is wobbly. Bro. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no yeah. foundation at the moment. And that's where we're at. And we've hit. We're, we're, um, it hurts me to see us at the bottom half of the table after, you know, we're in November and I know we've only played a certain amount of games because the season started in September. But, bro, like, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, bro, what the is hell is good. this? It's yeah. not good, man. You understand? Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm all for the banter, bro. I'll take banter any day because I give it. If I could give it, then I have to take it, bro. Simple mm-hmm. as. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm just thinking, bro, is this where my club's come to, you, bro? Is this where is this where we're at? And it is. Is that is where we're at? If you want to succeed right now, bro, you gotta take action, like you said, and get rid of him, bro, because this ain't gonna get any better. Because the inconsistency is worrying as it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. And they backed, uh, bruv, with Oli, they backed him and they didn't back. It's half-hearted, bruv. If, 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 yeah, if you look yeah, at it, yeah, it's yeah. half-hearted, isn't it? Don't say, mm, we'll back you, but, but we don't really want to back you. We, uh, yeah. I want Sancho. Mm, we can't give you Sancho, but we'll give you two players who uh, are up and coming and we'll spend the amount that was roughly about Sancho, but we'll give you two for the price of one. Does that make sense? Cool. Yeah, it's, it's like, fam, it's like... If you wanted Cavani, get Cavani at the beginning of the season so Oli can have him at the exactly. beginning of the season. Like, if you exactly. wanted Cavani, like, not someone you need to wait. He was a free agent. Like, he hadn't played in time. He could have been training. He could have been doing what, like, God knows what. To get him prepared. Now you have to get him prepared mid-season. It's good that he got his goal. I think Cavani's a good signing. 100%. Cavani can have the same effect Thiago Silva's having at Chelsea. Mm. Like, fam, these guys are experienced. Like, wherever they go, they're going to succeed. That's how good these guys are. Yeah. So, like, it's... Yeah, I mean, it comes down to what we're, what we're talking about and what we're trying to break down. Structure, man. Structure is everything. It's everything. No matter the, no the organisation, no matter, like, no matter any walk in life, whatever you're trying to do, you need to have structure in it. And currently, Manchester United are lacking heavily, heavily. In heavily. This shit won't change. The thing is, a lot of people think it's just going to change overnight, bro. It's not mm. going to change anytime soon, bro. So I, I agree with the fact that even if you bring a manager in, the structure at the top is not going to change, bruv. Mm-hmm. Them, man, they're fixated in their ways. Unless they're willing to say, all right, cool, I'm doing a shit job, let me walk away. Nah, man, right now it's all about money. People need to be eating, bruv. And if they're mm-hmm. getting paid well, then why am I going to leave a job that, you know, is paying me well? Simple as. Yeah. And you think Edward was thinking about, oh, do you know what, maybe I should leave for the better of this club. No, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. The man cares about his own pockets and his own how and how his family's living and whatnot. It's, it's as simple as, bruv. That's how life is. You go to a job, you think you're caring about the corporation. No, you're caring about your pockets, bro. Mm. The, the, when you clock in, you're caring about how much you're going to get paid that hour, G, all the way to the end of your shift. Done. But that's what people just don't understand, like, all the guys at the top in these corporations. Obviously, yeah, fair enough, cool. We don't know the ins and outs of what's going on on a day-to-day basis. However, how, how I see it is, fam, if your if your club or if your investment is succeeding, you're also going to eat as well. You're going to succeed. So why can't you put in the resources and get like? Let's not get it twisted. If United were to plug in what however many amounts of money Jesus like Christ. into the club, yeah, United will still be United. You still have the revenue that you get from the different countries. You still have. The, the fan base, you still have the stadium. This is not going anywhere. Like, you're mm. going to get the income that you need, innit? Do you get mm. what I'm saying? So, I think that the, 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 like, just deep it now. Oli gets sacked and you get Sancho. It just, it's just like, well, this what could have been point? done right. last year. It's like Mourinho wanted Maguire. Maguire gets signed the year after. It's like, why? 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 
this doesn't right. make sense. So. Exactly, that's the problem. Yeah. You, again, it's like they've all got potassium in their brain man, upstairs. I don't know what it is, bro. It don't make sense to me, G. I'm tired, <laughs> bro. I'm, I could go. We could talk about United, and we can try. We could be surgeons, yeah, and try dissect what goes on in their brain, and we will never ever find out. That's how mad it is. But we all we can do. It just give our piece my opinion and just say how it is. But a lot of people lose their head in it. And I understand why people get angry. I get angry sometimes and I'm like, oh, I can't deal with this, bruv. But you know what? It's part of the game. That's how football is as fans for us, isn't it? But um, yeah, I think we've spoken about them a lot too much. But in terms of that Donny van der Beek here, free my man, isn't it? Because, oh man, I feel so sorry for the Don, bruv. I feel like... He's just come here. He's thought, yeah, you know, I'm going to get some games. Like, this is it. And the fact that Van der Sar said, please look after him, it really resonates with it resonates with me. I feel I feel like we're letting Van der Sar down and we're letting uh, Van der Beek down as well because the guys come in and he, I feel like Oli doesn't even rate my man. Like, he just thinks like, yeah, man, you can just chill on the bench, man. I'll call you when I need you. Innit? And to the fact that he'd rather play... Dan James over Donny van der Beek at times. And I'm just thinking, bro, this is quite mad. As You know, like even yesterday, like a lot of people said, yeah, but why, you know, Matt is playing. Why can't Donny van der Beek? And I agree, bruv. Like, you know, I rate Matt. And I think Matt is a quality player, innit? You know, um, I'm sure you 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 know more about Matt as well. But I think Matt is the person who's got quality, just not legs, innit? Unfortunately, his time's up. Do you understand what I'm saying? And... You know, I think if Donny van der Beek can do what Matt does and he has more energy, more legs, obviously younger age as well. So I don't understand why he plays <laughs> Matt yesterday rather than Donny van der Beek. And bear in mind, he didn't even come on again. Like, he didn't come on, bruv. Like, I don't know what the problem is. Crazy, yeah. Like, again, in that aspect, and I know we've spoken, we've just spoken about the board and whatnot. You have to analyse that and say, who the hell brought van der Beek then? It's the Van der Beek thing again. I think what the Van der Beek thing comes down to is literally what I was explaining with Pogba in it. It's like... Because, Daniel, I know when, it's a squad game. I know this is a squad game, yeah? But no, it's but he should be starting. Let's not get it twisted. Do you understand? He's got the quality enough to start. He's better than the midfielders that have been playing. Facts. And it comes down to the manager putting in tactics, putting in a, a system... That accommodates your best players. That's mm. what it comes down to. You. I, I don't care. You have Fernandez, you have Pogba, you have Van der Beek. Make it work. Let's make you know it work make at it least, work. bro. My problem is, again, this comes down to Man United structure, planning, <laughs> everything like that. Oh. I don't believe Van der Beek was bought with the idea of where he would fit into the team. They, mm. they didn't have a definitive way of saying, all right, cool. This I'm by Van der Beek because he's going to do this role for me, and this mm-hmm. is the be- for the betterment of the team. The reason why Chelsea bought Havertz is because someone who can break the lines from midfield. We weren't getting goals enough goals from midfield. The reason why we bought Ziyech, we weren't getting enough delivery and output from our wingers. Wings, the yeah. reason why we bought Thiago Silva, we were conceding too many goals, set pieces. Do you get what I'm saying? When you buy a player, it's because you have a... It's interesting. Like What you need to deep is, and what is so mad about the signings Chelsea made, Every single signing Chelsea made went straight into the starting lineup. Mad. That goes to show there was a lot of planning that went it into was a, exactly planning. like you think these man. You think Chelsea thought, "Oh, we're just gonna cop Ziyech." You man cop Ziyech during 
the during the season of last season. Exactly. So exactly. these man, it's not you, bro. You know we have scouts and that. Like man, them. If you're watching this episode, there's scouts out here that these man they go, all right, cool. Who do you think we should plant? They have targets. You man, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, me. So like, it, it just confuses me. Like Van der Beek just seems like a player that was bought. Cool, we've bought some quality to appease the fans. No, because when you don't play him, the fans are going to ask, why is he not playing? And especially when we're not winning. Look, as much as Tamori and Cho are guys that I want to be infused into the team, mm. if we're winning, I can't really complain. Yeah, mm. I can say maybe the management isn't that great or blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's a results business. We're winning and we're winning well. Yeah, United yeah. aren't even winning consistently right now. And oh. you a, a star signing. Yeah, and I will say he's a star because he's a very, very good player. Not starting, like, this is someone who's been to Champions League semi-finals, quality, dominated midfields with Frankie de Jong, like, and he can't get in over McTominay or Fred or Matter or Dan James. Bro, it's worrying, bro. It's, it's worrying. When I see yeah. things like that, it's absolutely worrying. Like, I think, like, Bruv, what does my man have to do to get a, a, a look into this team? Like, Freddie McTominay, yeah, workhorses, bruv, yeah. When it comes to the big games, like... But Van der Beek is also... This is what is... Conf- he played a system where he wor- was working hard. And out of every single midfielder you have at the club, Van der Beek is your most sure passer. So his pass completion will be the highest, like, in terms Facts. of the attack. So in terms of Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, I'm not saying he's better than them, but he has... The same wavelength. Exactly, he's sound. He's got mm-hmm. that sound part. He's crisp. Like his passes are crisp. Yeah, and you need that player in your team. You need it, bro. I've, and I've, I've been, we've been shot. A lot of fans have been shouting for him to be like in the team and to be incorporated into the team. And again, this is where the frustration lies. This is why we go. All right, Oli's lost it. I don't even know what's going on with my man. Did he? Was it him that suggested it? Suggested the Van der Beek or? Is he trying to prove a point because he didn't get Sancho? Or do you know what? There's just so many things that are just running through the fans' uh, mind. And we just have to now accept the fact that, all right, cool. It's only a matter of time before he leaves. The manager that comes in will identify Donny van der Beek as a crucial player. Hopefully, God willing, and say, do you know what? You are the one that I want to be started into this side. They gave him a four or five-year contract. You know, you pay for a player to play in, in the league. Cool. He Donny van der Beek is looking long term. He knows that Oli ain't gonna be there for a while, so he's he's, he's not bothered. He's thinking, ah, right, cool man, no worries. You do your thing, and a lot of fans are, are very naive in that matter of fact. Obviously, they want him to be playing now. I get that. I want him to be playing now because we're not consistent at the moment. But it's a matter of all right, cool. Let's just enjoy the pain right now and just hope hope for the best in the future that Donny van der Beek gets his minutes, man, because. Out of everyone, he's. I think I saw the percentage. He's got the lowest minutes um, than any other player. I think Bar Cavani, obviously, because for, for Matter to play like again, like we said, I believe Matter is someone who comes on when you're lacking ideas. You just want to mm. add one more extra person when you're right. dominating a game. You got Bruno, you got Pogba, you got all these guys on the pitch. You just need one more guy who can deliver that final ball. Yeah, you send on Matter, but Van der Beek for Matter to have more minutes than Van der Beek for me. Doesn't make sense unless there's something we don't know in terms of there's an injury. No, there's I don't a, know. There's a there's a vendetta there. There's a vendetta. I don't know where it is. I'll get to it. I don't know where it is. Yeah. I'll drive the character one day and I'll find out because <laughs> it's way too much, bro. But um, <laughs> but no, nevertheless, United are poor. Obviously, they won their their game, but it is what it is. There's only so much I can say and do about them. 
Hold yeah. tight, United. Everton, on the other hand, yeah, man, it's back to reality with for you, man. And I think <laughs> it's true, Bob. You know what it is? A lot of man were saying Champions League elect, you know, oh, yeah, they're going for it, right? And I'm looking at it, I'm like, bro, have you seen this squad G? Take yeah. out, take out um Hammers, Alan, Richarlison, who's out now, bro. You're bringing on, no disrespect in that, I, I, you know, you man are professionals for a reason. You're bringing on Iwobi, Sigurdsson, who costs, you know, so, such amount that hasn't really done anything at Everton. You're bringing these guys on, you you expect the other teams to fear that. Bro, nah, it's all long, bro. You get me? It's all long. Yeah, and you you just got to find a way to get the best out of the rest of the squad. The problem with Everton is the squad stops at the starting 11. Do you get what I'm saying? This is it. And this is it. Yeah, they're stretched right now, like really stretched. So it goes yeah. to show how much they miss Richarlison, though. I mean, I was saying it yesterday. Like I said it. I mean, Richarlison hasn't had a great start to the season, but he he's my guy. Like I'm, I'm a Richarlison stan. Um, like it's just yeah. With Everton, I even I will admit I got sucked into the to the hype. Yeah, of it. yeah. They look good. I won't even lie. And you got them popping. And again, comes down to Everton backed him with the players he wanted. Most of those players he bought. Go straight into the starting eleven, exactly, and they were flourishing in it. But obviously now, now that the squad is stretched, not every everyone's not fit. Mm. Like the other pieces, it's just tough. It's tough, man. It is tough, and actually, needs to find a way, man. Hold yeah. tight, him. That's the first time he's lost three game, three league games in a row in fourteen years. Matting, he must be fuming. He didn't want that start to come up, but it 100%. is what it is. Hold tight, Everton, man. Like I said, back down to reality, and that hold tight, keep keep it moving there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea took on uh, Sheffield United. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, Sheffield United took the lead. Uh, for me, that was a good goal, man. The good, the little, you know, the cute little flick there. I'm not going to lie. I thought, Rah, yeah, what, what goal drinker that? Like, you, you know, there was a period that he hasn't scored in the Prem. That all of a sudden, once all his scored, goals are against Chelsea. <laughs> he loves Chelsea. I think he's got three, three out of his five goals. The That's mad. Chelsea, That's crazy, bruv. Like, yeah. the flick was good. And I'm thinking, oh, all type of goal, that you're doing your thing, innit? You know them Caribbean donnies? He's, he's the type that have a gold <laughs> tooth there. I can see him. One of them uncles, like, later on in, you know, in life. Nah, but yeah, yeah, he nah. did his thing. But um, going forward and that, Chelsea thought, you know what, man? Let's just let's just do what we had to do. And the quality showed, man. Um, Ziyech, for me, it just goes to show, bruv, like, you know what's hurting? You know what? Uh, sh- shout out to Chelsea. You must splash how much on him? Like, was it 36 million? Yeah, I think it was even less than that. Even, I yeah. think 34. I don't know. I think it was yeah, 34. In and around 32 and a half between that price range. Yeah. My club are still negotiating with Dortmund saying 88, not even eight, man said 810 million for yeah. Central. Bro, Ziyech was doing his thing yesterday and shout out to him, bro, because. You, I, I'm sure Chelsea fans were jubilant, man. I thought, yeah, I looked at that I'm watching the game. I thought, I right, cool, like you know, fair play. The ball he whipped in for, um, in the box in order for uh, Chilwell to get his goal, bro. You need it's... players like that to be. I ain't, it's been a while since I've seen a winger at Chelsea whip balls in like that. Exactly. Bro, and that's what I was gonna say. Like... Is, I'm thinking, bro, Chelsea again identified a plan here. If you got their player, boom, in there. When he, it, I was hoping that he wouldn't even be fit for the rest of the season. Yeah. I don't want to see him. I'm that. I'm I'm brutal like that. I don't want to see my man there. But you, yeah. you like players to flourish, man. And ZX flourished yesterday, and it goes to show. I mean, if you man haven't watched the Champions League game for Chelsea, this is where it all started. He's been incorporated back into the side, and you can see the quality. Dan, 
take us through of how Chelsea did well there because, boy, I can go on about them as well, bro. I mean, so so much credit has to go to Chelsea, first of all, in terms of getting Ziyech. I mean, there was a lot of interest in Ziyech. However, um, I've forgotten who broke it down in a video, but a lot of the big teams didn't want to take a risk on Ziyech because of things like his um, dribble completion ratio, mm. dribble complete completion ratio, whatever that stat is, and misplacing passes. It's a bit like the Bruno thing. It's like players of that ilk, players who enjoy playing the final ball, they're bound to not have the greatest of stats. But when you have guys who are trying to play the final ball, sooner or later, it will come off and it will benefit your team. And it's about risk and rewards. That's what it is, isn't it? Exactly. And that's why I'm not a fan of the Bruno slander. Like, I think it's oh. just... I'm not a fan of it. But anyway, in terms of Ziyech, like... What's so refreshing to see in, in a winger is someone who doesn't even need to dribble. Just get the ball and deliver. Put in a cross, like, in an area where you just tell your guys attack and you will... Like, we're going to get a lot of goals from crosses this season and oh, it's sure. going to be refreshing because what Ziyech was able to do yesterday showed me the potential of this team. You've got one flank where you've got um, a crosser, like crossing central, Reese James, Ziyech. You've got guys who can cross... Another flank where you got runners, dribblers, you got Chilwell, you got Pulisic, back post merchants, you got Werner, you can play on the wing if Tammy's up front. And that's what's if you're if you're clocking the tactics, what you'll clock is that when we play Werner on the wing, what 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 we ask Werner to do is when the ball gets out wide, you ask Werner to come inside mm. to help Abraham in the box. And Chilwell has that whole left flank left to side, himself. Yeah. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And the same thing is going to be with Pulisic. Pulisic loves that back post run. And when we get those crosses in, it's going to be dangerous because when Ziyech cuts in now, you know he wants to cross it, but then he's got Reese James bombing down that side. And on the overlap. And if he plays that ball in, Reese James has got a free delivery into the box. So it's like, it's. I, I mean, what we've seen so far, I'm enjoying it. And where it stems from is what I said. I explained it on all the podcasts I went on, the Man United game. I said... The Man United game, everyone was overreacting. Everyone was saying it was dead game, this, this and that. I said, the Man United game was the first time I saw Lampard go into a game, say, I don't want to concede. I don't want to concede a goal. And we didn't concede. We shut up shop. We said, we're just going to be, let's see if we can actually just defend and not concede. Let's just see. And then we can know what, what the problems are in it. In a game where we, we, we set out to be defensive. Cool, we didn't concede. Now I said, building blocks. Let's see what we can do. Let's 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 go and attack a bit. Let's attack and get our let's get our rhythm going. Mm. Krasnodar comes about, Renz comes about, Burnley comes about, and bounce, look, bro. four clean sheets on the bounce, and you can't ask for, for much more. Score and scoring in these games as well. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying. So it's like for me, it's the building blocks now. Now what I want to see, I'm look. I'm we're going to beat Newcastle away, and I'm very confident with that. I don't. I'm not a fan of doing predictions, but we're going to beat Newcastle. The game is the Tottenham game. When we go, to- I think it's Tottenham away. Yeah, a big team now sure. with our 4 3 3, our newfound formation, our newfound structure. Let's see if we can go out there and boss a game. Let's see if we can boss a game against a big team. Be, it'll be a midfield battle, though. It'll be a good midfield 100%, battle. 100%. Yeah. 100%, man. Ndombele, Sissoko, um, Los Celso, whoever they play in that midfield. But I, I back my guys. And I think, like, there's a new lease of life in everyone. Everyone enjoys playing with everyone. What ZX said that's so interesting and so refreshing to see as well in the interview, he was like, bro, when I look up, we just give each other the nod and that's, we we know. Like, we just give each other the little wink, the little 
yeah, it's time. Make your run. Like we worked on it already. That's it. And it's it's there, man. And that's what I want to see in my team. That chemistry. Yeah. You just know it's there, like it's effortless. Mm. The free and look, the the this Chelsea team, like Lampard, he's doing he's doing a good thing and he's learning. And it's that's all we want to see. Yes, we're gonna criticize him. Yes, he's gonna make mistakes. Levels. But we just want to see you learn, man. That's it. Just want to see you learn. You, can, can you can you see it? Can you see him being the after this season? Um, if he wins, if he, if he doesn't win a trophy, actually, if he doesn't win a tro- one thousand percent, I still think it just depends on what happens in the league, in the league, mm. Champions League. Like, I, if, yeah. if we finish, I've always, said, I've always said if you get top four. And it's a it's a it, it will have to be more than top. I think we'll have to finish third, definitely, at least, and that's the bare minimum. And if we get if you finish third, the Champions League quarterfinals, maybe a FA Cup final, like again, I mean it's not the greatest, we'll be disappointed. But when you look at it, it'll be that next season now. So next season, it will be you have to win the league as yeah, that yeah. is like a must, do you get what mm, I'm saying? Mm, mm. And like, it, it, and I don't think any Chelsea manager should be like that. Is the expectation? Do you get what I'm saying? Just like United, it's it's getting back to winning the league. This is it because league. we've been we've been on a on a shit show. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, no, it's, it's it's good. It's good the way you dissected Chelsea. One thing I I wanted I wanted to pick up on, and I don't think maybe a lot of Chelsea fans or footballing fans have picked up on, is your goalkeeper, um, Mendy. Uh, for me. The way I've the way I've seen it now is is this: Mendy's coming to the side. He's been the one, obviously, keeping the clean sheets along with the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the way I see it, the defense is much more comfortable and trustworthy with Mendy being between the sticks. Now I know it's just four or five games or or, or whatnot, but then four or five games can go a lengthy way. In order to build that trust, you need you, trust doesn't happen overnight, brother. It is about building, and for Mendy to be in goal and for the defense to be keeping these clean sheets. And obviously, I know you conceded yesterday; it was just one goal, but it was a good goal. The training guards set up; they knew what they wanted to do. Boom, boom, boom! They got their goal. However, Mendy between the sticks, he did get you know a few eyebrows raised because of what he was doing at um, uh, Rennes or whatnot. Even I was, I was like, oh, I don't know about Mendy, but you know what? It's it's a keeper that comes in at Chelsea and puts the pressure on Kepa, and I don't think we're gonna see Kepa anytime soon. Probably in the like ever again, bro. <laughs> ever again, ever again. So never again. I don't think what, what's your take on that, I Mimi? Mean, because I believe that the the trust that is building in the defense and with the keeper is very, very fundamental for Chelsea. Yeah, hundred percent. Considering the goals. What it comes down to is Mendy. Uh, let me be honest. I didn't. I didn't know Mendy before um, mm-hmm. we, the interest was there. I mean, I knew Rens were doing well, but I never actually looked into their team and the players that they have. Yeah. Obviously, we just know about uh, Kamavinga, yeah. uh, the baller in it for France. So apart from that, I didn't really take too much time to look into their team. But when you look at Mendy now, he comes with high um, recommendation from Petacek, and Petacek is one of the smartest guys around in football, do you get what I'm saying? And being the technical advisor and whatnot, if he says this is the keeper that you should buy, cool, you listen to Petr Cech and buy that keeper, do you get what I'm saying? And obviously, Ren Connection, we also bought Petr Cech from Ren as well. Mm. So it's like, yeah, if he's saying that, then cool. Bring him in now. 
let me say this now. Mendy has been the most important signing Chelsea have made. The most important. This, it, this might window. Not, yeah. Might not, yeah, yeah, in this window. Might not necessarily be the best. And that is high praise when you're coming in a window with Ziyech, Werner, Havertz and all these guys. He's been the most important. Because what Mendy does is he's not only just a keeper that that I believe will be a stopgap. I think he could be the keeper that we have and have him in goal till obviously he becomes older and you need the next... You reckon, keeper. yeah? 100% because look, the fundamentals, he's got the fundamentals. He comes out, claims crosses. He he saves shots. He's a shot stopper. Bro, how you know things have changed, especially in the fan base? When Rashford was one-on-one, I thought it was a goal. I thought it was done. Um, let me be honest. I thought it was going in. It was reminiscent of, um, I don't know if you remember, Rashford, he scored a, a goal like that at Old Trafford against Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. And Mendy makes a nice save with, with his with his leg and it's mm-hmm. like, rah, okay. Cool. And then the last minute save he made against Rashford. Against Rashford again, yeah. People, people think that was a comfortable save. He saw it late. He's, he's, he's stretching, bruv. He's stretching. Exactly. And it's like, he makes the job of everyone else easier. And when you yeah. do that, mm. as a player, you're like, you are the, you are an important part of that. It's, it's not a coincidence that as soon as Kepa comes back in, everything is nervous again and people are mm. nervous and we're not sure. Like, it's, it's a shame. I said, I said, I said to Chelsea fans, we were spoiled as Chelsea fans because we've always had keepers six foot. You have Petr Cech, you have Courtois. Those, are, those have been our two mm-hmm. main keepers, guys who can come up, claim crosses, da da da, shot stop, and all of that. Mendy's coming and he looks like he can shot stop. He looks like he can he claims crosses and fam, he can he can pass. He's not he's not like shaky on the ball. He's comfortable on the ball. He can pass and. Look, he he he's been very very important, and if we didn't get a keeper, regardless of what we're doing at the other end of the pitch, we would have been conceding as well. So yeah, yeah man, been been big. Uh, hold tight, Kepa, wherever you are, and that like just I don't know, <laughs> man. Just maybe in the canteen and that. If you're like canteen, just clean some tables and that. You know, <laughs> hands out some few food and that for the man. Them like it was good, bro. Because your days at Chelsea are numbered, bro. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, yeah. when we buy, when we spend play, uh, money on players, I mean, his price tag, Jesus <laughs> Lord. And that's why the screw, that's where the scrutiny comes from as well. The price tag is heavy. Yeah, so crazy. him Perfect. not performing like that, and then you get a keeper who comes in, he's about 80 million or so, if I'm not mistaken, and he's produ- he's doing what he has to do as a keeper is worrying on Kepa. And Donny, you need to, you know, I don't know, pack your bags, amigos, just fly away or something. Cool. Mm. And the thing is, I have, like, a lot, not me, personally, per se, but a lot of people have this thing with black keepers as well. You know, we never really come across black goalkeepers who are trustworthy. No, it's it's just, it's just like there's definitely something. It's a sticking point. Like keepers that are black have not tended to, or it's not been seen as a thing. Mm. And I mean, I don't. I I'd have to look into it properly to see if that's a if black keepers are actually ones who make mistakes and that. So mm. I don't have a say on that per se. But all in all. What it comes down to, regardless of your race and whatnot, mm. if you do your job and you do your job well, it, it, no one cares about what color. Uh, what you color are. you are, and that's what I was leading to, I man. Because I don't like that stigma with black people. I hate it, man. Because yeah. anyone can make a mistake. It doesn't matter whether you're white, black, Asian. You know, it doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, look at Pickford. Pickford is probably the worst bro, keeper Pick- in the league. He is the worst keeper of, of all time. I mean, what he did, <laughs> what he did, what he did yesterday. Right bro. when he tried to, you guys should have even had a penalty. Yeah, bro. I thought, I thought, yeah, that's a penalty. What the hell are you do, man? Man, dropped the ball, 
I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to kick Maguire. Fam. Ah. In the full on kick, like. He, he said, I'm going to kick you, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> he said, I'm going to kick you, G. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah, him. And the thing is, he got dropped, I think it was in the, for the Newcastle game. Then he brought him back. You know, actually, he's got to, you know, raise some eyebrows on that one, man. He's got a big decision, man, to make. Keepers, I don't know. But obviously, in this league, this Premier League right now, where everyone's just conceding left, right and centre, there's no stability mm-hmm. in terms of defence or whatnot. Um, apart from, you know, you man have kept four, four clean sheets. Um, no one's really keeping clean sheets like that. Everyone's defence is a bit shaky. Um, yeah. I think it's that's down to... Uh, me, personally, I think that's down to, obviously... I don't know, pre-season, not having a pre-season as well, yeah, not finding, yeah. you know, the right feet, the right the right formation. It's going to take a while into the season before anyone gets their, you know, stable team and say, yeah, this is what I'm going with, yeah. so and so. But, um, yeah, I don't even know. This is like a, this, I'm not even going to lie, I think this is like a Leicester, Leicester type of season, man, where... Could be. Anyone, any literally anyone can get. We're seeing Spurs like where they are now. You're thinking, all right, cool, man. And I, that's no disrespect to Spurs. I just look at them and I think, all right, you're you you got the you got the manager, you got the players, you got Bell and whatnot. Who I think I believe they had a really good window or whatnot. Mm. Um, Spurs. I don't want to write them. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a dickhead, innit? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, be just, honest, bro. Let it flow. Exactly. I just gotta be real in it. I just look at them and I think you, your defense, bro, is this. Spurs won't be winning the league. That's for sure. I, you know, I I just don't know who's gonna win the league. It's, it's, we could say Spurs not gonna win the league and they end up winning it. You know, them ones there. That's why I said it's like, a, the it's like a Leicester season. But defensively. Yeah, who am I to speak defensively? But I'm just I'm just giving my opinion, isn't it? But <laughs> because we got we held six against them, man. But defensively, yeah, look, I can't really be trusting uh um Sanchez and whatnot, bruv. It's all long for them, man. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? However, obviously their front their front line can you know do a job and you know their midfield can do a job, but you need a I I I'm surprised they didn't get a def- well, you know, actually they did get a defender. They got um they got Doherty. They got Doggerty and they got um my man from uh Swansea Reguilon. as well. Reguilon. They got Regulon and they got oh, Swansea Rodden. That's it, Joe Rodden as well. So I just feel, you're right, you know. I don't I can't see them winning the league. They, they might be they might be challenging. They could yeah, be challenging. I mean, it, it just depends, really. Look, I said the team that wins the league is and that's including Man City, Liverpool, and everyone else. The team that mm. wins the league is the team that can put together a good run of games, go 10 games, win. Win, win after win after win. Just keep winning. Mm. And um, look, as much as I'm saying Tottenham aren't going to win the league, if they keep winning, well, they're going to shut me up. Do you get what I'm saying? So it is what it it's is. just about, regardless of the players you have, if you're able to build a confidence in your players where you're winning constantly, then you never know what could happen. I just think that with the Europa League on the side as well, it's gonna be very, very difficult tough. for them to. Yeah, it's, it's just gonna, gonna be, be very, tough. Very tough. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's gonna be hella tough for them. But uh, we're, you know, we'll see what happens with them, man. Um, we'll see what happens with the rest of the league. I don't like giving these predictions, man. But it, <laughs> but it's it's just one of them things. I can't right now. I'm so. I'm so down. I don't even see my United finishing top six, bro. That's how much. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not even I mean, to you. 
it could, it can, it, these things happen. I mean, Tottenham went through a bad patch beginning of the season. They were like 14th when Mourinho came in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you've got a game, you've still got a game in hand. So, yeah, but what does, what does that do? I mean, you have to, you have to win your game in hand. Regardless. Yeah, 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 100%. Mm. I just think right now for United, this is the best time to really think about whether you want Oli Poch. Like this international break, what, one or two weeks off now, you, you make the decision now. You say, if you're keeping Oli, Look, you keep him t- till at least February, March, April <laughs> times. Like it'll basically end of the season. Mm. You have to. If you're not second Oli now, What's there's the no point? point in second him at Christmas. Exactly. When thick and fast in game, you're asking Poch to come in and implement a whole new style, a whole new system. You're That's in long. all competitions. It's long. It's long. Long, it's long. You it's saying, so. I hear you. I hear you. I think the, the message the, the message which is loud and clear for Man United uh, and the board, if you ever watch this or ever come across this. Get rid of him and, and, and make sure you have a structure because I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being a victim. I've never, I've never been, I've never been used to this. I've <laughs> been comfortable at the top. Like, yeah, we win trophies. Like, yeah, calm. Now I'm, now I'm actually having to argue with Arsenal fans and them, man. Like, and I'm thinking, I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, is this what? Is this what I am? Is this? this I've been the feels like. Jesus, this is yeah. what I have to deal with. Fam, it's not nice. But what I give credit to Arsenal is that they're good at, when people drop to their level, they're good at trying to keep everyone there because they've been there for so yeah. long. Yeah, oh my so they, God. They're good at keeping everyone there, trying to say, yeah, you lot are here now. <laughs> bro, I thought it was only me, bro. I think. Do you know what Arsenal are? Mm. How I always, because I just have a disdain for Arsenal. I do not like Arsenal. Really. I hate them. I don't like the fan base. And do you know what Arsenal are? Mm. Arsenal are that student, yeah, that's in set three. And then when the set one guy, guy gets dropped down to set three, they, when you come in, they're laughing at you. And you're thinking, bro, <laughs> why are you just, laughing at me? Why are you laughing? You're here. Like, you're I'm here, like, bro. You've been here for a long time. No, <laughs> and, no. and they laugh. They you go, you're with us now. I'm like, nah, I'm not with that's you. what I'm saying. They take pride in people who have been at the top now being at their level. And yeah. Right. I just They've hate this for a long time. Like okay. Yeah. Oh my days. That's the best way to. Pre- now I'm. I'm gonna use that from now on. <laughs> I'm gonna use that from now on because they make me sick. Like if if yeah. I could, if I, I wish their club went into administration. I, would, why, <laughs> I hate them so. That would much. be the funniest thing ever. Though. That would be jokes. The jokes nah, would be crazy. All jokes. All jokes aside, fans. You man, keep doing your thing. There's some of you that are thinking you're gonna win the league. Anything can happen. I'm not gonna, you know, write you man off. But remember, you like your you like Spurs. You've got Europa League in it. Do you get yeah. me? So don't get ahead of yourself. I know you beat us at OT. Six wins in the league in the last 35 years at OT. Crazy stat. When I heard that, I yeah, said, Jesus yeah. is Lord. Yeah, no wonder them man was celebrating. If they could, if it wasn't for COVID, it would be an open top bus uh, celebration. Oh, days parade, yeah. Parade, exactly. So that's a trophy in itself to come OT and beat us like that. You understand? They won't be they won't be reflecting on the uh, game at Etihad where they beat them in 2015 or whatnot. They'll be reflecting <laughs> at the OT one now. Like, yeah, so we're going to do what we did at OT. We're going to do this. I yeah, just can't yeah, wait no, for you, that. man. Or Spurs, when you come against them, man, I just want you, man, to do your thing against them because, Got yeah, that man make me sick, bro. Still. But yeah, bruv, listen, man like Daniel, man, I, I appreciate you coming on. I think we got to Chelsea and Man United very, very well. A lot of people are going to be enjoying this, man. Um, Prime wants to want Prime wanted to hold that Prime because he did say, um, 
Arsenal, no, you said Man United will beat Arsenal. I said to him, look, listen, if we lose, I'm gonna I'm coming for your neck. <laughs> <laughs> because Prime does this thing, yeah, where he's so confident. Shout out to my man. <laughs> nah, I love Prime, man. He's my Prime is my guy. He does this thing, he's like, I'm very sure this will happen. And yeah. somehow you're convinced. He do you know what be? he'll be the best salesman ever, Rob? Oh, 100 percent Bro, hey, he'll you sell you this pen, you'll say this is a golden pen. And yeah. this pen will say, grab, grab, grab this pen. <laughs> like, grab it. Like, it's, you got it. It's calm. You got it. It's calm. It's calm. This pen will win you a million pounds. Trust me. I sell it. I'll sell it for you. 10 pounds. Like, yeah, swear down. Like, yeah, bro. That's prime for you, bro. But yeah. uh, honestly, bro, I'm going to flip it. Make sure that Man United don't cause me stress because I want to eat well and I want to sleep. I'm happy that they won this game. I'm sure you're happy Chelsea won their game right before internationals. But yeah. Um, yeah, Daniel, man, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, let the man them know where they can catch you, bro. Um, personals, I think the app will be on the screen. My personal is Daniel Bamaji on all um platforms at Insta, Twitter, whatever. And for the main place to see all my content with my guys, Darren and Josh, as on the Bull TV, Insta, Twitter, everywhere. See the works, audio, YouTube as well. Like, subscribe, make sure you do all of that good stuff. But yeah, man. Got a, lo- a load of stuff, and definitely going to be bringing you now onto the platform, man. It's just about building that network. So, yeah, come man. On, come on, come on, man. All the socials will be underneath. Make sure you go and like, subscribe on Eyes on the Ball TV. Them men are doing their thing. Um, yeah, hold tight, Darren. I need to get Darren on because obviously. Yeah, United. For, you lot will enjoy it. Yeah, you lot will get stuff. I'm sure he's got a lot to say and get off his chest as well. Mm-hmm. So, I'll shout him. I'll shout him uh, very, very soon. But, yeah, yes. man. Um, yeah, I'm going to make sure all the socials are underneath. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on Beats Corner as well. Yeah. Catch us on the socials. As usual, it is what it is. But yeah, bro, it's your boy Beats. And we're signing out. Peace. <laughs>